is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Process the bottom line. Costco Sensa. Everybody dies. Because I'm better than you, and you know it. Woo! Yes, To Off the Mount with, with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the only wrestling talk show on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome to Off the Mat. My name's Alex Lowe's. I'm your host for now until Josh arrives because he's running a bit, a bit late. So I'm just going to cover everything until he gets here. Uh, first, here's how you can follow us on Twitter, how you can follow the Worldwide Sports Radio Network on Twitter, how you can follow Off The Mat on Twitter, and how you can download the free WWSRN app. First, you can download the WWSRN app in, in the Google Play and App Store. It's very, very simple. You type in WWSRN, you click on the on the uh the app to open the app and then you'll get access to show articles, show bios, uh, any, any episodes you may have missed and so much more. So please be sure to check all that we have available on the worldwide sports radio network. Also follow the worldwide sports radio network on Twitter at WWSRN underscore radio. Again, that is at WWSRN underscore radio. Follow Off The Mat on Twitter at Off The Mat WWSRN. Again, that is at Off The Mat WWSRN. And how do you find the Off The Mat website? It is in our Twitter description. The link, you click on that link and you'll get access to our upcoming pay-per-view and show schedule for all the major wrestling shows and promotions happening throughout 2022. We have a show archive of any of the episodes you may have missed of Off The Mat. Special guest and special guest interview page with all the special guests we've had on Off the Mat and on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, and a contact us page to contact us directly through our Gmails. So now that Josh is here, yes, open with a big, huge, huge, exciting announcement. This is a big deal for all so, of us, especially me, Josh, and Lyle and Speedy. So here we go, Lock Josh. Take it away. All right, thank you, Alex, for doing that. I want to apologize for being late. Um, I have a, I'm at a new school, so I started a new job. First off, for those that are at my job that are listening, thank you so much. Appreciate the love and support. Um, so far, the school has been nothing but great, wonderful, kind, amazing. It's just such a different environment from the past, and the outing was wonderful. It was my first one. I could, there was no chance I could miss it for sure. Um, so. You know, I do apologize for being late, but as you know, Alex said with with doing the app, it's like like he said, it's very simple. Just download it, install it. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, um, Twitch. We're on every single uh, social media site, as well as WorldWideSportsRadio.com. We're on there as well. I don't know if you mentioned that, Alex, so don't mind me. Um, I know I, I usually don't wear shirts more than once. Um, I had to wear. Uh, the shirt this week, and we will get into that a little bit later. But yep. there is a big announcement, and and we are not starting this week because Lyle is out. Um, and we 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 did not think it would be appropriate that one of the 
you know, one of the main people that are here on this platform um, has a right to miss um, such a tremendous achievement that we have gone through. So the big announcement that is coming out, and yes, Lau had a pun today on Twitter, was hysterical actually, um, is we are going to be joining Body Slam, bodyslam.net. That we are so we are joining up with bodyslam.net. We are still staying on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We are going to continue with our partnership with them, of course. We are a big part of WWSRN. Uh, we love everything that is brought to, to this network, and we are going to continue to stay with them. But we are now also hooking up with bodyslam.net. So next week, you'll also see a bodyslam.net logo on one of the corners. Um, so you see our off the mat logo will stay there. And on one of the other corners, we will be joining up with bodyslam.net as well. And for those that don't know Bodyslam, they have a ginormous, ginormous, humongous following um, in regards to wrestling fans. And with us, basically what this is, is this is a massive announcement for us that we wanted to do it on here. We are going to be starting with Bodyslam. We were going to start this week, but Lyle is out, so we are starting next week. They have a ton of following. They have over, I believe, 40,000 people that follow them, if I'm not mistaken. A couple people we have to thank for this. Um, first off, I think we need to thank Errol Marks for really giving us this opportunity to show our talent, our knowledge of professional wrestling. Without this platform, we're not seen. We're, yep. you know, this is something that we are, over a year ago, he paired Alex and I together. And, you know, the show was... It was there. It was it, it was okay, but it, it didn't yeah. have that finishing touch yet. No, and, it didn't have that shiny you know, spot. And then yet. that's when Lyle was added, and I think he was the missing link to what the show needed. Off the scenes, it, it's been up and down at times. We we can all agree with that. You know, that's partnerships, mm -hmm. it happens. But at the same time, we, we, we have found a happy medium with the three of us um, working together. It's been great. It's been a pleasure working with the two of them. I've seen Alex grow so much, and I've seen Lyle grow so much. And the fact that Arrow believed in us and doing this program is an even better way to, to really show our appreciation by getting picked up, which is a big thing. Um, Absolutely. We have to thank him. We have to thank, of course, Cassidy Haynes, who is the owner of Bodyslam.net, who came on with us last week. And he and I talked on the phone. Um, for a bit, I spoke to Alex Lyle, and they both said they wanted they wanted me to represent off the mat when talking to Cassidy. Um, so I did. I reached out. We chit chatted. You know, schmoozed. You know, because I asked the guys. I said, "Is it okay if I talk to Cassidy and represent off the mat?" They said, "Of course, absolutely. I'm all in." We spoke. We talked. We got Arrow on the phone, and I was a mediator in the middle between the two of them, and we we struck a deal. Where if you've noticed on world on worldwideswatchradio.com, the bodyslam.net logo, bodyslam's logo is now there. Um yep. and of course with the Worldwide Sports Radio Network are gonna now partner with Body Slam, different sports articles as well, different sports shows, all that's gonna be uh put on the Body Slam website. It's gonna be great. Um, but Cassidy Haynes, the moment he got off the air, you know, I DM'd him. Send me your number. I said he's because he really wanted to talk about getting us on his platform, which we have done. We struck a deal, and it's definitely something that's going to benefit. I think everybody in all parties, from the net, from Worldwide Sports Radio to Body Slam to us. Of course, we also have to thank Speedy for for being the producer and doing that. I know in his busy schedule and everything like that, he does so much. He is the network. Speedy is WWSRN. That that's. 
call it like it is, he is. And hopefully, uh, you know, and I know I've told him this many times. I, I love Speedy, and I push, his, I push his buttons. I always have. He's a great kid. He really is knowledgeable. You see all the work he does with the Weekend Crunch and the Sports Lab Mounts with Arrow and Tyler and everything like that. So, you know, Speedy's still going to continue to produce our show like it's all norm. Uh, Cassidy is now also going to have access to our show. So mm-hmm. it can be posted on Body Slam's page. We are going to be getting a lot more bigger guests. Not that we haven't gotten big guests. We have gotten some big guests. But now we're going to even expand it more. Um, I'm not going to make promises for which company or where they're going to be. But I have spoken with Cassidy already. And we have talked about some a list of people we can get. And we will announce those uh, when, when, when the time is right. We're not here to make false promises. But Cassidy has assured me that once you have a credential with Body Slam, you're pretty much in everywhere. Um, and that's the facts. And he's right. I mean, he's Cassidy has broken so many stories recently with everything. Um, yeah. He's one of the bigger names in, in, in the wrestling insider business. To me, you got the Sean Rosses, the, the John Albas, you got the Ross Jerry's, you got the Dave Meltzer's. I think Cassidy Haynes has to be up there on that list as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not for Lyle, we don't get Cassidy on this show. Body Slam is our big announcement. We are going to be moving on to another platform. We are going to be staying on Worldwide Sports Radio Network. So if you want to watch and listen to us on the network, on the app, on their Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, Periscope Twitch page, certainly can. If you want to listen to it on the Body Slam page as well, you can you can do that too. Uh, this is something that is something we've been wanting to do for a long, time, long on, time on expanding. Yeah. And I think expanding is a very important. Now, it could be a scary thing because changes. I'm learning that right now. Changing schools in the middle of the school year is it's 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 not easy. You know, no, it's not. I, I, I literally have four months to learn about my new students. It's, it's not an easy thing. But we want to thank Body Slam. We want to thank WWSRN. Absolutely. We want to thank Arrow. We want to thank Cassidy. We're, uh, you know, I'm glad we got this done. Um, it was literally a half an hour conversation. Bing, bang, boom, done. And um, that's it, uh, Alex. I know you're very excited about this. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time coming for all three of us ever since we started started this show in June of last year. So yeah, it's it's been tumultuous at times when it comes to with COVID and stuff like that. It's not easy, mm-hmm. and it's even harder because you know Lyle and I live here in, in, in Long Island. We live on Long Island, and you know Alex, you know is in Flor- is is in Florida. It could be tough to navigate at times, but we've made it work. So I think all of us have done a great job here to get to this point, and we're so excited to start Body Slam next week, and continue to do the great work we do for the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. So we have a very short show. That's my part in doing. Um, the weather is so crappy outside. Um, if you're out there, it's freezing rain. It's it's disgusting. It's cold. It's nasty. I said I'd be all in between 6.10 and 6.15. I think I got in. Definitely got in at around 6.10, 6.11. So it was perfect. Alex, we have a lot to get to in a short amount of time. We're not going to go to a break. We have about literally 25 minutes to get to most of what we can get to. And we're, we'll, let's start with the Royal Rumble. Let's start off by talking about the Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Universal Championship. Oh, you mean the only good thing that was on that show? Yeah, that was Minus the only the good match. The only good match. Minus the finish. Minus um, the finish. The finish. Uh, I I wish they could have done something better with that. Uh, ha- having them go at it with a DQ to me is just not the appropriate right way to end this type of main event caliber five star matchup because that's what it was. 
these two know each other very well. You think about the days they were together in the Shield, the days they had the short rivalries between 2012 and 2015, all of those times. And you really, you, you could really see how well the chemistry unfolded between them in the ring. And it was just a shame for it to end that way. And you can tell the fans were not on board with it. They didn't like it one bit. They, they wanted a different aspect of the match. They wanted to see something end entirely in a, a gigantic way that was going to shock people. And they, the fans really didn't get that. No, for sure. I think it was definitely something that I thought the whole pay-per-view was messy. It was sloppy. It was done in a way that it was once the, the disqualification happened, it went downhill very mm-hmm. quickly. Very fast. That was probably the worst Royal Rumble. And I've seen a lot. That was probably the worst Royal Rumble I think I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. That's really saying a lot. And I've seen some pretty bad ones. The Roman Seth match was really good. I love the shield aspect of it. Like you said, I thought it was great. Seth is kind of like the Joker character a little bit. Um, yeah, he really is. The Joaquin Phoenix one, the recent one. The disqualification was a little weird. I didn't really care about the Dewdrop Becky match. It had nothing to mean, no mean to me, or any, uh, you know, because we knew who was going to win. The women's match was there. The, yeah, uh, the women's Royal Rumble was kind of fair. Um, it had a lot. Of, it had a lot I more. Mean, it, started, it started badly when Melina got eliminated. You know, Melina got eliminated accidentally. That was not how she was supposed to be eliminated. And Sasha just sat in the ring, just chilling. They spoiled a lot of the surprises. Um, we knew that. Everybody heard Ronda was coming back. She was in the area. And once we heard her music go off, I think the women's match completely missed the boat on having a Ronda Shayna moment because you know they're best friends in the four horsewomen, same style. I don't know if Lyle got his um thoughts on the rumble in. I don't think he did. Um, so maybe next week we'll hear from him yeah. about it. Um, I mean, the only good thing to come from the Women's Royal Rumble that I saw in particular that I liked was when Sarah Logan came out and you saw Liv Morgan kind of like stagger and get up and see that her friend was coming back out, like to see her friend hit the stage for the first time in like over a year or two. Uh, That was was a great uh, way to pull that off, to have that chemistry match match back in because they were part of the Riot Squad with uh, Ruby Soho. And uh, it, it was it was a big moment for both of them. The thing of it is, is even the Edge match. Listen, those are four, t- you know, people, good people. Um, mm-hmm. Two of them are Hall of Famers. I think the Miz will be a future Hall of Famer. Um, it was a match I didn't care about. I know care in it, um, and that sounds terrible to say, but it's true. Bobby Brock and Lyle and I went back and forth on Twitter a little bit, mm-hmm. where he said that if you find this to be a dream match, then. I don't remember what it was, like something about you need the brain examiner or something like that. The problem was with the Brock Bobby match, they they once again did not let those two show their actual talents. Brock is suplexing over and over again, the same song and dance. Just wasn't enough that the fans were getting. I feel like they might do that at Elimination Chamber where they have Brock and Bobby actually let each other go at it and let let them go at it in the squared circle. Well, I mean, they're going to be in a, in a cage match. But to do it in Saudi Arabia out of all places to me is like, uh, Here. I don't know. I don't know about he that. Said, so Lyle said... It is a dream match for people who are small-minded. This is not a dream match, like I said. The real dream match is Danielson Okada. My response, you know, I said back to him, I said, are you calling me small-minded because I've always wanted this match? And then I wrote back, and this is, I think, fair what I said. In my mind, 
it is a dream match. Certain companies have dream matches with the roster they have. Mm -hmm. They can't That's have an Okada or somebody because they don't have the roster to do it. This brings two guys with very similar backgrounds and styles. That's why people are excited about it. Two guys suplexing each other for seven minutes is not a dream match. And then I wrote no, back again, as Cassidy said on our show, it's not Brock or Bobby's fault. It's the head creator's fault. Yep. They don't let the guys show their talent. You can't blame them. You blame the dude in charge. That's the facts. You're going to compare Brock and Bobby to a match with Okada is like comparing apples to oranges. Okada is one of the top five best wrestlers on the planet. And You're it's not going like... to be able to – you can't – I feel like yeah, I get the argument, but it's not justifiable to me because it's something that I feel like you, you, you can't compare the two. No, you can't. I'm not comparing Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley to Kazuchika Okada. I, I'm not – or Kenny Omega. I'm not doing that. No. You can only deal with what's on your roster. Yep. And who is the guy in charge? Tony Khan let Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega wrestle for 30 minutes and let them do their thing. Brock and Bobby, unfortunately, as Cassidy Haynes said on our show, you could go back and listen to it, said, is it really their fault or is it the creator's fault? I would say it's the creator's fault. It's the creator's team's fault because they're not they're, – they're only getting from like what – what Vince McMahon wants them to go with, and then they're passing it down to the talent. And it's it's not their fault that they're being limited down. And it's, it's and that's why a lot of the stars there are frustrated, like Mustafa Ali, whose contract is currently frozen. He can't go anywhere until it's up. And it's exactly like Russell Pierce said on Twitter, there is a wealth of discouraged and disappointed WWE talent frustrated with the direction of the company. Ranging from those who are rarely on television to con to constraint main eventers, new names and veterans, there is a decreasing morale within the locker room. So in the end, when certain companies don't let their wrestlers do what they're great at, it kind of poo-poos yeah, everything. And, it and, really and does. that's the point. But I know we have a lot to get to. We have like 15 minutes left already. Yep. It's crazy. But it's and if we don't get to everything, there is a couple of big stories you do want to get to out there. But we'll I'll close it with this, and then Alex can close it after. To me, the Royal Rumble was just – I mean, there were no surprises in the men's match. None. No, none You didn't get any. And what it showed me was that roster – It's very limited. It's very. limited because they don't have the, the structure there where there's an uber superstar that's so over that people go to – like when Brock's music – I, I said it after the Brock-Bobby match. I said, Brock's going to win the Rumble. And, and he did. Yeah. And he did. And I heard Brock's music go. And then I said, oh, that's it. It's over. It's over. It's done. No, he, he's throwing everybody out. Done, done. Bing, bang, boom. He's done in what's it in like five minutes. He F5s, Drew McIntyre out of the ring. It's over. Done. You get Brock and, and Roman again for Mania, which is what the prediction was from a lot of people. We'll see if Brock wins at Saudi. In a few weeks, and maybe they do do a title for title match. If Brock beats Bobby, I would feel bad for Lashley. And another argument Lyle and I had was, I don't know how you give him credibility with a win where Roman helped him. A win's he a win. Can't. He, he, you can't. He has to do it on his own. He has no, to win. No, right. but no, but even no, but even still, though, a win is a win against Brock Lesnar. It's on your resume. When Kenny Omega won the World Championship and he got help beating Moxley, is that yep. doesn't that hurt for credibility then? No, like that's that's so it, wait, so yeah, you do have a point with that. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, how many times did Seth Rollins, when he was in the authority, get help winning the 
championship in all of his matches with J and J security. Like, oh, he got a lot of help. You know, that's what I'm saying. So you, you, I understand getting interference is not the best, but here's the other thing too. It, it adds another, it peels off another element of the story yep. with Heyman because we all knew Paul was going to turn on Brock eventually and yep. go with Roman. Like that was the thing. That was always the case that was going to happen. I'll close with that. Alex, do you have any final thoughts on the Rumble? I would say if I had to give this Royal Rumble a rating, I'd give it – I would give it like a four out of uh, – like a, a Yeah, that's why I would have like four I would give maybe a yeah, three or a four. It yeah. was terrible. It was maybe it was even really a two. Bad. I would say even a two. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. I mean, it was, it was so bad. bad, which leads us to our next point, and that is Shane McMahon being let go by the WWE. Mm-hmm. And apparently Shane was – from what reports are, I don't know if this is true or not, he wrote the whole match around Rumble. himself. You know, Shane was in charge of the Rumble that mm-hmm. night. That is apparently the what's going around. Um, and the other thing was a lot of women were upset that Tyson Kidd did not have a say in the women's match. A lot of the women were upset. And these were Rumble matches. I mean, the men's one sucked. That was one of the worst matches. That was one of the worst Rumble matches, I think I yeah, ever watched. It really was. It was awful. There were no surprises. Nobody, no legends came back. If you're going to bring Mickey James on as the Impact Knockouts champion, can you at least word it correctly in your little bar where it doesn't uh, yeah, say no. Impact Women's will, Champion? Because yeah. that's not the correct. That's not correct. It, no, it's, it's not. not right. And then who's the announcer for Raw? Who's the guy? Um, uh, I think that's Mike Rome. Yeah, he and he kept saying women's champion too, and I was like, dude, it's not. That's not it. Like that's not right. It's Impact Knockouts champion. It's not the Impact Women's champion. But Shane McMahon getting let go was a surprise because remember his dad runs the company. Yep. Everything like that. Um, he has no back. more creative saying anything anymore. Shane, he was being brought back in. He has no more say. He's been let go. They're not been happy. And now, of course, everybody makes the jokes about Tony Khan bringing him in. Please, God, no. Yeah, please uh, don't. I don't want that. I don't <laughs> think he's going to be in wrestling anymore. I think he's going to. Do I think something. he's just done completely. He's going to do his own. Listen, he had so many um, entrepreneur stuff that he was doing that was working. I think he's going to stick with that. From what I saw, they had him and Seth going at it at Mania. Obviously, that's now scrapped. In the trash. That's not happening anymore. So what were your thoughts when you saw the McMahon being let go story because to me it was surprising considering that his dad runs the whole company yeah it was shocking to me too because like you said vince mcmahon runs the whole company and shane mcmahon has been with the wwe for many 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 years including going back into the attitude era and it, it blew my mind when i saw that title and i'm, I'm wondering what they're going to do now that they have let shane mcmahon go and what the direction is with the company because a lot of the people there are like like I read earlier from the tweet, the morale is very, very low. There's not really much they can do or try to convince anybody there as well as as a, as the uh, main caliber talent like Brock Lesnar or uh, Roman Reigns can. They don't have that kind of say, that kind of power. That's the thing, right? Like so from what I've read, Shane was in charge of the rumble. It flopped miserably. I found it to be a very boring event, bland. It was dull, nothing exciting about it. Yeah, it really felt bland. It, it just it, it felt dry. It felt like, to me, it just felt like something that was, first off, predictable. Yep. Ron, like, you're hearing Ronda's coming back. She's in the St. Louis area. Ronda's winning the event. 
And by the way, Ron, I thought looked good. She had, you know, I know she's taking care of her, her, her child. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it takes you a while to get the baby weight off and stuff like that. But I didn't think she looked great actually, but we knew Ronda was going Brock lost to Bobby. Yeah. You knew Brock was going to win. I mean, if you didn't, then you live under a rock then. I mean, clearly, because he was pretty freaking obvious. I think I said it after Bobby. I said it on Twitter after Bobby beat Brock. I said, Brock's winning the Rumble. Yeah, It was um, so obvious. Dude, he was I mean, it was just, you know, so we have about 10 more minutes. So let's get to a couple more things, Alex. I want to get to the – let's jump. Let's just touch base on the Leo Rush situation. And we're, mm-hmm. we're here at Off the Matter wishing, you know, Leo all the best and speedy recovery. Yep. Uh, why I'm wearing Full his- speedy, healthy recovery. I'm wearing his shirt, and the reason being is because at an event, he got hit with a bottle, was knocked out by, you know, was a fan that threw the bottle, went to the hospital. I don't, have we even gotten an update about Leo at all, or has he said um, Not that I have heard of, but I did hear there was confirmation that uh, whoever was running the, running the event, Excalibur, there was confirmation that Excalibur did reprimand a lot of the fans who were throwing stuff in the ring. Good. And it's I really- think that I think that should never, ever, ever happen at any wrestling event. Uh, it, nothing should that nothing like that should ever take place. You need to have stronger and better security so that so that situation never comes to light. Listen, the fans are the fans. The performers are the performers. Mm-hmm. You let the performers do their job, and as the fans, you can be entertained. If you're going to be an idiot, and do something stupid like these people did, then you got bigger problems. You need to figure yourself out because you seriously hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, the man's that's got a family, never okay. You know? So to me, we, we wish Leo a very speedy recovery. We were hoping for the best for him. Of course, we'd love to get him on again. I reached out to him. Of course, I haven't heard back for obvious reasons, of course. Um, and everything like that. So I do have a tweet from somebody that said the injury point was when Buddy hit the Rollins style curve stomp. Not sure if he hit a sensitive spot or if he came down harder than expected. Given Excalibur's reprimand, my hypothesis is Buddy might might have slipped slightly on a spot wetted by a throwing drink. So Carl says Snug Salio is out. This week, he is a personal thing. What would Lyle's wrestling name be? Oh boy, give me a week. I'll give you 50 of them, and they're not going to be very pretty. Um, what Lyle's wrestling name would be. All right. All right, this is good. You know what? Carl had a question. He says, ask Alex's favorite five wrestlers over the years. Over the years? Okay. I would say, number one, obviously, The Rock. Number two okay. would probably be John Cena. Cause he was a big part of like uh, my programming when I was growing up watching wrestling. So that's mm-hmm. definitely number two. Uh, number three, I would say would have to be Seth Rollins because of the shield. I, I grew up with the rise of the shield. I actually remember when that took place, it was during a, a survivor series 2012. And I remember sitting there watching it with my friend. And all of a sudden, it was a match between CM Punk and Ryback. And all of a sudden, these three guys come over to railing and start attacking them. We're like, who the hell are these guys? And that's when we, we got introduced to them. And that's when me and my friend actually like seriously grew into the love with the Shield. Because that was one of and our really, the cars, right, by the way, the rumble was on Peacock and it wasn't promoted at all. He's and then number four, number four would be... Um, John Moxley, and then number five would probably be um, the last one, number five. 
trying to remember the, who this was. He's he was with WWE for a while till he retired, and I would say Kane on number five. Kane, you got to go with Kane because those were all the that's that's my list of all the stars I grew up with over the years. Because I actually remember seeing Kane during the first the first star of the rise above hate thing, the embrace the hate storyline with John Cena. I w- the first time I saw that was at was in uh, Lakeland at the Lakeland Center in Florida. It was a house house show, so it was a non televised event. So I just want to answer the comments. So then Carl asked you who are the who are the top three old school managers of all time. Now obviously you can't put Paul Heyman on there. Not old school enough. Percy Pringle. Uh, yeah, I mean you could. Say, I, I mean I guess. Well, you got to put Bobby Heenan on there. Yeah, Bobby do. Heenan needs to be on there. Jimmy Hart is the other one. Oh, man. I mean, you could put Paul Bear on there. I mean, there's so many you could put. You could put Mr. Fuji on there. God. I mean, Heenan and Jimmy Hart have to be on there. Yeah. Um, By far. If you really want to go out, like, old, if you could go Bill Alfonso with ECW. You could, you could go. Bobby Heenan is definitely one. You could go Five with four. another one that's really old school. It was Hawk Hogan's manager when he first started. I forget his name. Oh, uh, Freddie Blassie. Yes, Freddie Blassie. You could go Freddie. Yeah, you could you 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 could say Freddie Blassie. Um, you could say J.J. Dillon. Is another good one. J.J. Dillon was a really good one. J.J. Dillon was the manager for the Horsemen. Heenan's on that list. Oh, Kim Chi. Yes, thank you, Snug. It was Kim Chi was the handler for Kamala. But, I mean, he was only – oh, man. Paul, I, I, you had to put, I feel like, Paul Bearer on there because of how just memorable the character was. Like, yeah. That was just what it comes down to. Miss Elizabeth was there, too. Um, she wasn't really a manager, Snug. She was more of a valet. Like, a manager would, get in, like, would interfere in matches. Um, Slick is another cool one. But I yep. would say Keenan. Jimmy Hart was funny with the megaphone. Gosh, you know, I really got to go with. I think I have to go with JJ Dillon on this one. I think JJ Dillon was a big part of the Horsemen. Um, he was somebody that really, when you looked at the spectrum, what the he was a big part of it. Um, yeah, he really was. You like, know, he, so he I mean, like I said, other go on, Alex. I'm sorry. He basically was the 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 structure for the for the Four Horsemen. He really yeah, was. No, he was. He was the he was like sometimes he was the voice next to Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. So when you, you know, I think, I mean, there's so many you could, like I said, I said Bill Alfonso and ECW, Mr. Fuji, um, who was with, um, of course. Yep. <laughs> really quick, let's dive into this Brian Kendrick news because I want to touch on that. Oh, too. yes, yes, yes. And then, and then we'll, we'll, yeah. So, you know what? How about since we're running long time, do you want to make that your finishing move? Yeah, I'll make that my finishing move, actually. Oh, really quick, Snug says, I would love if Wild became the manager for Errol. The dancing machine marks. Oh Jesus Christ! Go on. <laughs> so my finishing move is about Brian Kendrick, and if you got, if you all heard the news, uh, he was supposed to be in a match against John Moxley, but was wiped from the program. So in his place was Wheel Wheeler Yuta to wrestle him, and this was because of these offensive comments that took place. I don't know how long ago, like a couple years ago, maybe even longer, longer back than that, and. Uh, Tony Khan took to Twitter and said, we've been made aware of the apparent and offensive comments made in the past by Brian Kendrick. Which I'm trying there's, to figure out how WWE. There's no room in AEW for the views expressed by Brian. 
We think it's best for all that Brian be pulled from tonight's card as we gather more info. We'll announce a replacement about ASAP, in which they did. And then uh, I believe after that, Brian Kendrick took to Twitter to apologize. Yeah, during the freaking show. During the show, you idiot. During, God. yeah, I think he should have waited after the show. Yeah, yeah, you stupid. Obviously, moron. I don't think the the apology is that sincere, to be honest. I really I, you know what it is about. I, I don't know how WWE missed the boat with this. And then uh, Snug writes, or if Matt Barzell became the manager for a tag team of Earl and Lyle, and he says, Isn't wrestling <laughs> all about heels making offensive remarks and baby faces squaring them up? Snug, there's a there, yes, but there's also when you bring up something about. I believe it was about the Holocaust and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, that's crossing, getting into a that's whole crossing way far above the line. Yeah. Way so far. I think Brian Kendrick did was it was um, unprofessional, really. And then yeah. I, I wanted to get to my fishing move, and it was about um who uh Mr. Anderson mm-hmm. and the wrestling school situation. Um he had a statement. Um, I don't want to read to it because we don't have time. Pretty much I actually have it in front of me. I feel it necessary to give the nature of the original post. Subsequent articles written about my character and my wrestling school and address them publicly. I personally have not been contacted from the internet wrestling community wishing to ask for my comments on those statements. In 2016, my friend Sean Davari and I realized we had similar visions for how wrestling school should be and could be operated and teamed up to open the academy since day one we are committed to giving everyone that came through our doors an opportunity to learn as much as they could about professional wrestling from safety to etiquette from basic holds to exciting high spots from character development to interview skills we either covered it or were able to connect our students to resources that did we've hosted some of the biggest names in the wrestling industry as trainers we've welcomed over 200 students from all walks of life Dozens of those students now appear weekly around the Midwest independent wrestling scenes. Some have traveled nationally and even internationally. A handful of our graduates are on the radar of the big companies. One is even working for WWE and a few call AEW their current full-time employer. Unfortunately, COVID hit and closed our doors. And he goes on to say, I don't have control other, over what others choose to do with their bodies or businesses, but I felt it was the right thing to do for the health and safety of our students and families, families, as well as our own family. Pro wrestling and social distancing do not pair well. If I had to do it again with the benefit of hindsight, I would have gladly done so. As those dates got pushed forward in individual correspondence with our students, there was a natural sense of frustration. Nobody had been conned or scammed. We remained as dedicated to and excited about reopening now as we were initially to open our doors in, two, in I think, 2022. We are currently working with a realtor to secure a new location. So it sounds like they're working on trying to get a new location for the academy. And well, for I hope the, for their sake they the do. Website. And then uh, we didn't get to the Davy Richards porn story. So <laughs> 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 we'll say that for another time. But um, I know this was a very condensed show, but we wanted to get on. And really, the big thing was our announcement that we wanted to share with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't forget to check us out next week. But we'll just do the whole thing first. If you download our app here at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, it's very simple. If you have an iPhone, go to the Apple Store, type in WWSRN. And Android, you go to the Google Play Store, you type in Worldwide Sports. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. You get all of our show schedule, wonderful articles, uh, content that if you li- if you miss a show you could listen to it again or you can rewatch it so carl the announcement is that we are 
staying on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, but we are also now being partnered up with Bodyslam.net. Um, and if you want, you can find them one of the biggest wrestling inside websites in the country. They have over 40. Did you get the following list, Alex? If any people follow Body Slam? Yeah, 26.3K followers. So they have over 26,000 yep. followers. So we are joining up with Body Slam. Cassidy Angel is one of the biggest insider wrestling insiders in the world to, today. So we are going to be partnering up with them with the network. So that's going to be starting next Friday, Carl. So definitely check it out for sure. You can listen to us on both platforms now. And again, you can check us out on WorldWideSportsRadio.com. Check us out also now on Bodyslam.net. We will be on all their platforms as well. Also, you can listen to us on a smart speaker, everything of that sort. WorldWideSportsRadio.com too, Bodyslam.net. We're on multiple places. <laughs> what is the announcement? Carl is snug as pregnant. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, probably with edible cupcakes or something. We do want to thank the fans for tonight, for listening. It was really um, just was such a ginormous moment for us. And mm -hmm. we didn't get to AEW this week. Personally, I thought AEW was... It was lacking a little bit. It was lacking this week, week anyway. Yeah. It didn't really nothing excited me about it. You know, so we're on the road to WrestleMania now. It's a shame. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we moved to Bison. We have to. We can't do this anymore. Um, seriously, we have to um, be fair to all parties. Mm -hmm. um, but it's going to be great. Lyle will be back next week. I know, like I said, this was really a special thing to really get going. And I know Cassidy's going to announce it, I believe, tonight, if not tomorrow. Um, I'm going to send him a text just to remind him. I know he told me to let him know when to do it. But, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a big thing for us going forward and for the network and for our show. And we're going to put a stamp on this. And it's, that's what we set out to do. And Alex has got that wonderful T-shirt, which – we have fans, Alex, that want the shirt, and yet yep. <laughs> you, never, you never disclose the information to anybody. I actually got it made at some place in Clearwater. It's like a t-shirt uh, printing uh, place. It's like on Clearwater Beach. How does that help anybody that's a fan? I'd have to find I'd have to find like the information on it so that people can like order from it and like actually get this. Yeah, get see, Carl still wants this. Carl still wants the shirt. See, eventually merchandise needs to get going for us. I think so too. Yeah. Well, of course you think so. You're freaking wearing the shirt. You're the only one that has one. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't think there's any wrestling this weekend, is there? I don't think so. You're gonna go on. You're, you're gonna go on the website. You literally have all just AEW websites on there, and like nothing about WWE except for WrestleMania is on there. <laughs> <laughs> What's the website, by the way, Alex? The off the mat website is offthematradio.com. So I I actually changed it because. Lyle told me to change the Twitter Twitter handle for our page because now we are going to be joining Bodyslam.net. So I changed to Facebook and Twitter. So now it's off the mat radio. And the link is available in our Twitter description. You click on that link, you'll get access to the show. You get access to a show and pay-per-view schedule for all of um, from now until April all the big wrestling pay-per-views and shows that are happening. Then you get a show archive of all the episodes we have done interview page with all the special guest interviews that we have done for our show. And then a contact page. I did want to give a shout. I might be wrong with this, but, but to Carl, I believe Carl had an addition to the family. If I'm not mistaken, I, I saw a post about something. So if that's the, that is the case, uh, congratulations, mm -hmm. of course, Carl to you and your family, of course, it's wonderful. To have something like that, trust me, I'm, I'm living it now. But like I said, we will be back next week. 
We are going to be on Body Slam and the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We are going to be on both platforms. So check it out. We'll get to some more wrestling news. Alex, enjoy your weekend, my man. Enjoy it. Have a great time. Lyle will be back next week for the debut of the show. The name is Cooper. Love it. So congratulations, Carl, on, on the adoption. That's that's great news. Um, so happy for you and your family for that, for sure. I wanted to, I didn't want to miss that. But like I said, we'll be on Body Slam next week debuting. We're going to stay on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Have a great weekend to all the fans out there. For Speedy Petey, for Lyle Gillen, for Alex Lowe's, I am Josh Oberg. Enjoy wrestling next week. We will talk to you next Friday. Have a good night. You are listening to Off the Met on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Kenny Omega, what do you have to say? I must beat you at you, so stay with me now if you know it. Goodbye, and good night. Thank you for listening to Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.